This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He just wants to get home to his family, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I am flying tomorrow, and I hope the people on that flight don't think I'm going to be the leader because my last <laughs> name is Nelson. But I That's will true. be watching every person on that flight when they walk in. I will be analyzing them just like Sam Nelson did. You will have your antenna up, to say the least. So, <laughs> uh, If you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed it as we talk about I guess this is a limited series. I guess that's how it's being discussed. We will talk about that. Yeah, no, we're going to talk I about a potential believe. season two. So, uh, but the limited series, Hijack on Apple TV+. Plus. If you are new or irregular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level and when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to podcast any level of being a patreon supporter will get to the show ad free all you have to do is go sign up for the patreon go to our patreon page and sign up and we will get to the show ad free there on the patreon app doesn't matter what level you're in it's the the three dollar level could be the five dollar level could be the twenty dollar level all three levels all five four levels get you the show ad free and plus there are bonus episodes on there as well uh if you are just wanting to get the bonus episodes you can do that as well so like i said there's other reasons why you can sign up uh and there are other perks to being a patreon supporter besides just getting the show ad free that's not the only that's not the only perk out there for you guys if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by rating us on spotify and apple podcast you can leave us a five-star rating and if you have time we would love for you to write us a review while you're there on apple podcast uh, we would love to get the 200 reviews there on apple we'd love to get to as many reviews and ratings as we can on every platform uh, so if you're rating us on spotify or apple we would love that uh, even if you don't have time to write the review we would still love to get the the, the rating it helps out a lot in terms of getting the show into the ears of other listeners so if you can't do that uh we would if you can't write a review at least just scroll on down your player assuming that it has a rating system and give us those little five stars it helps a lot if you would like to interact with the show though you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com we would love to hear any thoughts or questions or anything that you might want us to cover because things are going to get slim here soon guys uh so we would really love any suggestions on things you want us to cover even if it's not something new if it's something old we'd love to hear those suggestions so just send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, this is our discussion on the, like I said, we'll talk more about if we're going to get a second season of this, but uh, it's, I guess right now it's considered a limited series or a mini series, uh, Hijack on Apple TV Plus starring Idris Elba. Uh, General, let's talk Idris Elba before we talk general thoughts on this show because we haven't covered Idris at this point. So what are your, how much have you partaken of the Idris Elba uh, bandwagon? Oh, man, huge fan. I uh, love Idris Elba, you know, I guess started in The Wire. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've seen him in, you know, a lot of different things. He, unfortunately, has never had that role. Yeah. I think this might be it. That, it might like, be. It's just, it's just a huge, because this is like, this is getting better, uh, more, more views than Ted Lasso, which is yeah. crazy mm-hmm. to think about. Uh, he's never had that role that gets him to superstardom. That could be because of bad choices. That because he's African American, you know, uh, who's to say on that? Uh, but you know, he's a superstar. He just needs the right role when he's 
able to use all his Idris Elba, right? Like he does in this, man. You can tell, like he just owns the screen. Yeah. And when he's used correctly, there, there's. I mean, honestly, there not many people could do this role better. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was really good in this. Uh, I, I'll say he has he has the potential to be a superstar. I'm not going to say he's a superstar. Yeah, I don't think he has. No, I, would, I, I think he has the potential. Yeah, he just hasn't had like the Thor roles. They wasted him in. in yeah, they wasted him in that. But also, he still wasn't quite the the known commodity to a lot of people that he was in in those films uh, before he signed on for those films. And when you sign on for those films, I mean, you sign. On for that role you're going to be it's kind of what you i mean heimdall is, is a good character and all but i mean that's it's always going to be that kind of a role so i mean right that's part of the problem because i mean that i think the first thor came out in 2011 if i'm not mistaken or somewhere around Sounds there right so yeah. uh, like i said he wasn't anywhere close to being the star that he is now and like i said he's yeah. also what ha- idris elba probably could have been a superstar if i think the movie was the dark tower uh i think it's yeah with, with the stephen king yeah if that had if that had been the hit they thought it was going to be and it had just blown up like everybody assumed it would it's we're probably talking about a very different career arc uh for idris elba if you look at his imdb too he's been in some stuff that's been it hasn't blown up like it should have like suicide squad right you know he was fantastic in that movie yeah and that that is a that's another you know it's a a victim of the pandemic because it comes out on both right. movies and on HBO Max, and it just never got the. It never right. caught. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. We both saw it and we both liked it. Yeah. Uh, but it just never. It never caught the zeitgeist like it did uh, some of the other things yeah. out there. And then also Pacific Rim. Yeah. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. He's been in stuff that's been good. That's been a hit, but it hasn't been like just like an epic. Right, it hasn't been a billion dollar hit. Right, uh, the Hobbs and Shaw, the the Fast and the Furious. Oh, he was also he was also in a movie that I actually like. I think it's a DC comic, The Losers. That was years ago. Chris Evans is in it as well. Oh, is he really? Twenty ten. Hmm. I haven't heard that yeah. one. Hmm. Yeah, it's like him. Like uh, I think it's a comic book, or it may be a graphic novel. But yeah, he's just he's had some some chances that right. like the stuff didn't pan out we'll say uh i've not watched the show and i'm about to it may be my next binge luther i have never watched so much flicks it's you know it's a bbc bbc show everyone talks about how awesome it is yeah i've heard that too so you know he he is you know done very well on tv yeah and he may be the best character in the wire if you uh stringer bell yeah i'll be uh yeah i'll be really interested what happens with with him with his career after this show and you know yeah. I, I do worry that it's poor poor timing just because his mm-hmm. head came out right as the strike the 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 actor strike hits and i do worry that that's going to kind of keep him from again catapulting into like that superstar level that he probably should be right. uh so like i said that is a, that is a concern just because of the timing of this whole thing so uh well, it was always rumored he was going to be james bond and daniel craig has kind of held on to that belt a little yeah. too long for him to get his shot but yeah and uh, and daniel craig's done with it so i'll be interested what they do with well, that role uh, it's gonna be a 30 something they've already said 
He's too old. Oh, okay. Well, I hate that for him. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, he, he's he's really really good. I've enjoyed him in pretty much everything that I have ever seen mm-hmm. him in. Uh, let's so let's go ahead and kind of get into this show. Uh, this show it's been a big hit. It has uh, it's been a really delightful surprise for a lot of people. What was yeah. your general thoughts on it? D- delightful surprise for me too. Yeah. Like you know, I, I, when I saw it, I saw the trailer. Especially, they did a good job of the trailer where you find out he's a negotiator. Mm-hmm. Like, and at the end of the trailer, and I was like, Idris Elba is some kind of negotiator. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah. You know, like, like it's his son going, like, my dad is a negotiator. We don't know exactly what he <laughs> does. I'm like, thank you. You got me in. And then, like, uh, I, you know, I was like, I'll wait. I was going to say, I was going to wait to binge it because right. uh, that was when we were covering all stuff anyway. And man, I kept seeing people over and over like this show rocks. Yeah. And so I started watching it the week before the finale came out. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I blew through that show in two days and I was wanting more. It was so much fun. It's probably the most fun show I've watched in a while. Cause like you really had no clue what was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't. Uh, I'm I'm very much in line with you. Uh, I do have some criticisms just because I loved the show. I thought it was really good. I ended up I watched the first two episodes. Um, back when the first two episodes came out, it was on my recommendation list uh, here on the show. I don't remember exactly when that was, but uh, I recommended it because I, I did enjoy the first two shows. But I never got a chance to go back to it until after the finale had aired and I watched episodes three through seven all on Friday night after I got home from work after uh, school had let back in. So. Uh, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. I do have some questions about it because I was confused by the show at times because I think the confuse the show is confused about itself at times. Uh, I, it's a show that the law while you're in it, you're having the time of your life. When you're out of it and you really think about, it, you're like, well, why didn't the, you know? You could come up with criticisms. Yeah, well, I call, I call, and I was coming up with them as the show was airing. And like I said, we're going to get into some of that a little bit. But it's like I said, it's still a really, really good show. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but I, what I thought of what this show was going to be when we when I first started watching it, when I first watched those first two episodes, I thought this was going to be a show that was really, really smart and really understood, like all the intricacies and had all of its bases covered. I thought that's what it was going to be. And then like, it starts to like kind of whittle away at that. And like, there was this one moment where I, like I yelled, are you kidding me? So loud. It brought right, so, my the so, so I'm confused. Cause I did think they somewhat did that, but go I, on. with I, what, what was... did, I thought they did it first. I thought they were doing a really good job of like making this really smart show where, the hijackers had all these plans. They had everything. They had all their bases covered. They had uh, basically, you know, at the very beginning, they've they've scouted out the pilot because they know who he's in a relationship. That's a little mm-hmm. cliched, but nevertheless, you know, I'm fine yeah. with that because they at least did the research and they know that he's in this relationship with this flight attendant, so they know how they can get him to open up the door. Uh, they have uh, thought about. Uh, the the cell phones, they know they're not going to be able to get to the Wi-Fi button, so they're taking up their cell phones so that they can't. No one can communicate with the ground to let people know that they've been hijacked, which is later on becomes a question I have about this thing. Uh, like I said, so it feels like the, they have like covered all their bases. They understand they these are like criminal masterminds. And then like 
as we get further into this, like, oh, these aren't criminal masterminds at all. And I should have known this because, like, the, one of the very, very first scenes is those uh, college soccer players, they find a bullet. They just find a bullet laying right, around. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so that should have been, like, the, my first clue that, you know, this is, you know, because I was wondering, like, is this going to be, like, a succession-level writing, or is this going to be just more, you know, which is, it, look, well, is it going to be more diehard or playing, which is great, but... There's a difference in just in the type of enjoyment I would get out of it. See, I thought it was going to be Die Hard and Plane. It's really not. It's not really an action movie. Or it's, action show. It's not. It kind of goes that way towards the end. At the very at the very end, it does. Yeah, the last episode, yeah. the last the last few scenes. But like, I think what they were showing you is these are Chris, criminal masterminds. These are random people that got thrown into this because of uh, you know that terrorist organization selected them. Right, and I know, and that's what, and that's what. As the plan starts to unfold, I'm like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. They're they're not the criminal masterminds. They don't understand all this, and that's where I was getting a little bit hung up. Like, so, so here's some of the things I start to. Because I've got a list. Uh, like, like I said, don't get me wrong. I love the show, but like I said, I thought it was going to be just something different. Because, like, for one, uh, I don't remember what episode it was. And this was the first time. Like I said, the, the moment where I said, are you kidding me? And it, like, brought my wife out of her bedroom. She's like, what are you yelling about? Uh, when they're over Turkey, I guess it was, it was and the, the fighter pilots are have them in their sights. And they're getting ready to gun them down. And the two, the lady and the guy who's in charge—I can't remember the characters' names. I got the IMDb. Stewart is the. Uh, that, this was another thing about the show. Like besides Sam and Daniel, I don't I know, remember names. her lady. Was the names are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stu- Stewart was the main. Uh, the, the main. The main uh, guy in charge. The guy with the beard. Yeah, hijacker. Yeah, yeah, kind of in charge. So. Uh, she's the 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 young woman hijacker is talking to Stewart, and he and he says, "We knew this was going to happen. We're just going to ignore it." I'm like, "Do what? You're going to ignore it? We live in a post 9/11 world. There yeah. is no way that if they are going to let a hijack plane, that they have no idea what its plan is, what is going on in it. If this is your plan." It's a dumb, dumb plan, and like oh, they don't—they're not kidnapped. They're not hijackers. They're I, just regular I people. I know, but you should. Like I said, they everyone should know going this thing. You just can't say, "Oh, I'll just ignore it." I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah. That, because, like I said, we live in a world where you, you don't do that. As as tragic as I, it would. See, I, I disagree with you on this. I think they did a better job of seeing Stewart comes apart because they're showing yeah. this guy is not a lead of a hijack crew. He right. is not. He's coming apart the whole time because he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he's he just a regular moat. Well, and there's other issues I have. So, like I said, the the older guy that's the part of the hijackers. Yeah, Terry. Terry, when he is like at the beginning of this thing, when when they discover the bullet, Terry goes to Stewart and he says, "I think we need to abort. I think we need to get. A, we need to put a stop to this thing because it's you know people's suspicions are are aroused and." And then later on, when they're talking about landing the plane, because uh, Stewart's brother ends up getting killed, Terry's the one like, no, we're, we have to go on. That We will die. Like, if you were aborted, would you not have died or would they not have killed your family? Like I said, so like, that's another yeah. issue that I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, then we get towards the end. And like the six episodes, six and seven, like, it's fantastic. It is like, it is riveting. You are I like on the edge of your seat. Yeah, crowd. Well, that lady gets up and shoots the the pilot, and that was like I was at where I had I was at my last episode right. for the finale. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I did not. 
That was the thing I liked about this. I, you did not see what was coming. I will say this. I thought there would be somebody else involved on the plane. I felt like that. I the, thought so, too. I thought they were going that way. I didn't expect it to be her, but nevertheless, I expect there would be somebody else involved. Uh, but, like, in Episode 6 and 7, some of the weird things they were doing, like, the when they released the two guys from prison... And they say, don't follow us. If you follow us, you're going to be, we're going to kill, we're going to have somebody killed. And like Detective Daniel, not only is he following them, like he is right behind them. I'm oh, like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? They can, yeah. You don't even have to be a crystal mastermind to know that. Uh, yeah, we've seen dumb cops do this a lot in movies and TV speaking shows. Speaking yeah. of more dumb cops, let's go ahead and talk about some other dumb cops. When Kai is in hiding at his dad's place, and he calls 911 and nobody he can't answer because if he answers they're going to hear him and they send cops out to the apartment or whatever it is the condo i'm not sure exactly what kind of a yeah. residence it was these two suspicious looking dudes in cleaner suits answer the door they're not even they're obviously right. not the owners and he's got his hands behind his back and this cop is like Okay, no big deal. I'm just going to go and check some other houses. Yeah, sure. There was a 911 call from the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. There was some other stuff. Oh, let me... I can't find my list now. Crap. Uh, okay. Like, when Amanda ends up, like, taking over the plane, uh, like, they just forget about the, the co-pilot. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I know that she says yeah. that the only person that she wants in there is Sam. I get that. Yeah. But Sam has, like, negotiated his way through this entire thing. Do we not right. think he could negotiate? Hey, let's get her up here with us. Let's at least yeah, get her. That, yeah, I would say that that's the biggest issue with this, is that, like, that they could have brought that up. Also, there was another stewardess they showed at the end, and I was like, where is this where guy Where is this guy been? Yeah, because he just kind of shows up out of nowhere. He must have had most of his roll cut, so I, I wasn't really yeah. sure where that was going. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I think if you really analyze this, you can find some stuff. Oh, yeah. Also, it really could have had an eighth episode. Like, yeah, where's the fallout? this yeah and that was another thing some of the follow-up like uh, i know they negotiated amanda's like you know she's not going to face any charges yeah. or anything like that but i would think like she would have at least been questioned or something like this when she gets well, on the plane she just yeah, kind of walks off yeah. like nope, do, 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 right. okay yeah. uh, another thing one of my other biggest pet peeves about this when they're trying to break into the to the to the cockpit to get to where amanda is because she's now got control of the plane you know i'm like they're sitting there. They, they're trying to get. They release Stewart. They like let him go. Like there's a hundred other people behind you. Can we not find somebody else to release yeah. and help you with well, this I thing? Well, I think they had showed like those guys were just dumb because like Sam they had were. tried to stop them multiple times for doing something stupid. They were, and like I said, I mean, it's like I said, it, I love. I enjoyed the show. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was riveting. I thought it was, but. Because the fact that I thought at first this was going to be a show that didn't do all this type of stuff, I was really all. I had my brain going, and I think the show wanted to be to be a show where you turn your brain off, and I wasn't doing that because, like I said, I had kind of gotten trained earlier. I thought, okay, well, this is a show I need to kind of be thinking about because they do a really good job of hiding their motivations and not, uh, not showing their hand throughout the course of this and like i said it, that adds to the suspensefulness of it that adds to the intrigue of it all well you you have no idea who's a bad guy who's right. a good guy you honestly like had that i wouldn't have been shot if that plane crashed and they all died even interstable yeah, i would I, not have been shot because that was the one thing they did a good job also i like how interstable like sam like in the uh, the second episode where he gets a gun and he hands it over to the to the terrorists because yeah. he's like, "Hey, 
I'm in here for myself. I want to get home to my family. I don't care about anything else. So I just loved how, you know, he was doing that constantly. You didn't know what he was doing. You thought he was up to something and yeah. he wasn't completely. You know, I also, I, the one thing about the unanswered questions, I still kind of like, we don't fully know what he does for a living. No, we don't. We don't, we don't have any clue. He's and just that's kind of cool to me. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I thought I like that too. I thought that was I thought that was cool. I thought it added to his character. Uh, but there, like I said, there was some those are the types of things that just just kind of ate away at me. Like I said, but don't get me wrong. I still thought the show was really fun. I thought it was uh, a a fun ride uh, excuse yeah. me for the pun there but uh it was it was absolutely a like i said riveting uh i didn't always i didn't i didn't understand the the whole stock market let's let the stock yeah, market how i make sale thing yeah i, a I big short yeah yeah like i said I, I don't do i don't do i i have a pension and they handle all that stuff for me so because right. i don't know any of this stuff and so when you start putting this stuff in there i get confused because i don't get it so uh I tell you what let's take a quick break and get into this a little bit further all right uh going on let's talk a little bit more about just some of the better parts of this because like i said i did i do want to i want to get that out of the way because like i said there were some things that i didn't uh just blew because yeah, i'll mind. be honest i enjoyed watching this more than i did solo did you? Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a really, really good question. Uh, this was never boring. No, it was never boring. You're, you're correct about that. You're correct about that. I don't think this was ever boring. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure if I enjoyed this or, or Silo more. Uh, I don't know. I've got such a more personal attachment to Silo because yeah, of, yeah. of the because of the book. So that's. I, I thought they did a great job of like these were like 45 minute episodes. You didn't. They didn't waste time. Right. There was action something going on the whole time yeah. I, I never was bored yeah I, th- I think you're right about that i think there in was... today's age thank you yeah because th- there are some shows that kind of bore you a little bit uh it was yeah. interesting <laughs> secret evasion <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about those that shows was later. the other thing watch i was watching those at the same time uh-huh. and i was like this show is because it's supposed to be like intrigue right you know like like not really well, some of the same stuff, and it's like this show's blowing it out of the water. Yeah, it really was. It was it it, it took over the summer, and it, this could not have helped. This did not help Secret Invasion. No, it didn't. It it really did not because they were coming out. Yeah, they've come out the same day because they're coming up with on Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, technically, I guess this came out Tuesday night, but nevertheless, I mean that's when most people would watch it was on Wednesday. Uh, but this show was real. Like I said, it was it was fun. I thought it was uh, look. Idris Elba is just absolutely fantastic in this. It is so good, man. And it's interesting because Apple normally puts a star-studded cast in all of their shows that's kind of been the, that's kind of their calling card for for television so far and really he is the only person of real note in this show which unless there's yeah. somebody that i'm i'm not thinking of well, or I'm not, I, I can't not, remember not, not of real note the others are you know known british you yeah. know, tv I, that i've seen before yeah like the pilot uh, especially like the pilot I, yeah. I know i've seen before he's an andor uh, that's right yeah he's uh, an andor the, the guy that was the main criminal, I've seen that guy in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, I've seen him before too. But like I said, these yeah. aren't just like just incredibly recognizable faces, right? Right. Uh, but these are so. Like I said, it was. It's interesting the fact they went down this road for, for this show to get somewhat get a, a lot of, you know, just run them. I hate to say it that way, run them actors, but people that aren't made. Well, they're not names. Stars. Yeah, they're not names. 
good actors. Good actors. All of, like, yeah. the, like I, I thought everyone actually, you know, played their part really well. Oh, yeah, they, you know, they did. If you're, if you're looking at it. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's it's in Idris Elba's hands. And, man, he delivers. You've got yeah. to give it to him. Yeah, he does. He does a nice feeling job. I was thinking, this. like, there's only a few people that I would want to see in this role. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler would be good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson, if he was a little younger. Yeah, he. oh, yeah, he would have been great. He's too old now. He yeah. would have been great. Well, Statham could pull it off. Jason Statham. Yeah, Statham could pull it off. Uh, a, very, a younger, a much younger version of Harrison Ford could have done this role yeah, very well. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, this felt like a 90s movie that would have starred Harrison Ford, yeah. Kurt Russell, <laughs> Michael Douglas. One of the three. Yeah, it would have. It definitely would have had one of those three. Look, this is a this is a genre that has basically been abandoned since 9-11. We haven't done, we haven't done uh, Crisis on an Airplane really since 9-11 happened. Uh, we've had a few things. Red Eye kind of was in that in that same vein but yeah it was just a thriller because it wasn't like the whole yeah. plane was ever in danger it was just the one girl in right. danger uh, and i thought it was interesting too and i'm going to give them credit for this you know it starts out in dubai yeah it does. and the arabic mm-hmm. people are not the villains yeah the arabic people are not the villains you're right so and that was, really, that's actually I a like big that plot point in it. <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's that's a big I plot can tell point. you what would have what would have happened from 1980 to 2001? Who would have been the villain of this? Well, heck, even in the wake of of, of uh, September 11th, it probably would have happened until probably about like 2005, because yeah, that that would have still been a sentiment in in this country. So, uh, it, but but I, but I like how you know they they were there, so you right. would notice. Yeah, but they they were not the villains. No, they weren't, and I, I I'm with you on that. I think that's a I think that was a good plan on their part on their part to not make these people the villains. I thought yeah. that was I thought that was a very good move on the, on them. Um, now let's go ahead and just talk. About, like I said, the ending is. Is is really good. I thought I thought it ended well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I was a little surprised that the uh, lady who let me find her name. I can't ever remember her name. Uh, the lady who plays the air traffic controller that is Eve Miles. Uh, she plays Alice. I thought she was going to be a much bigger part of this show. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. And she ends up not having that huge a part of it because it, it ends up like just kind of getting passed on to air traffic controller to air traffic controller after as they are passing over every country. Right. Uh, so I was a little surprised that she didn't have as big a role because she kind of gets introduced in I guess episode two where you know she's kind of the one who's figuring out that this is still this yeah. is a hijacked plane that there is some distress going on even though the fact that the pilot is telling them that's not the case she's still she's the one who figures out. So I was a little surprised that they don't. They don't play yeah. her role up a little bit. That was a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. I actually thought the guy in Dubai, and I'm not sure what his name was. Oh yeah, the security uh, guy. Oh, no, the, the, security. Air, tra- no, the I, air traffic controller. He was an air the, traffic controller too. Yeah. I thought he was going to be the second lead. I did too. I did. So, and, then he, and that was kind of the shocking thing when he gets killed at the end of two, and I was like, yeah. okay, never mind. Yeah. It kind of looked like he was going to be, like I said, a hero that potentially the second lead so that was another thing they did you know they would keep you on your toes like anybody could die anybody yeah they they definitely kept your own toe you kept you on your toes throughout the course of this so uh but even miles she does play a bigger part in this as the show comes to an end uh the amanda reveal you said like it's like you said most people didn't see this coming what's interesting about this is a lot of people 
just because seven is a weird number for a television show for in terms of episodes, yeah. there's a lot of people who didn't realize that that wasn't the season finale. But a lot of people thought, oh, this is the cliffhanger they're leaving us on for for a second season of this. And when the seventh episode, oh yeah, because you see you see a lot of shows that end in six. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I thought it was going to end in six. I'm because I, I wasn't watching it week to week because, like I said, I watched the first two episodes and I watched episodes three through seven uh, all in one night, and I was. So I knew it was going to be an episode. I knew there was going to be a seventh episode, but I knew, there's a lot of people who were like, they didn't realize until like, you know, two or three days after the finale aired, like, Oh, there was another show that I need to go check out. Uh, That's funny. It, it really was. Uh, but I got to tell you, if you were going to do a second season though, that would have been an awesome way to end it. Oh yeah. It would have been an awesome way to end it. Just to end it right there and have, you know, what was this woman doing? What was she, where, where was she going with this? Uh, they would show her every once in a while. You know, and you were like, what's her part? Like, because they showed her, and there was another lady in the back, the lady that was like, I don't have anyone. Right. Yeah, that, you know, there was that they, lady too. They showed, they showed both of them, like, a lot, just panning on them, and they would say, you know, words every once in a while. And I was like, you always felt like they may have a bigger part. Right. And I like how they kept that suspense. Yeah. Like, the only thing I, I think we. Go ahead. I think the most shocking thing is Colin Liv, the redhead kid. True. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that he lived as well. The uh, only thing that surprised me, about, the only thing I didn't like about the you know the the Amanda surprise there at the, at the end of episode six on episode seven, I was expecting when I saw episode seven that for there to be like something to like clue us into like oh this was coming all along, and there's really not. They're, now the producers yeah. or the writers or whoever it was, they have said in a, in some interviews that, and if you go back and watch it, like when they're doing the security check in, she sneaks her gun in with somebody else's but it's very very subtle and you don't notice it uh so like i said that's that's the only thing i didn't really like about it because i was hoping there would be like something that said yeah. this was this was you could see this coming all along if you were paying attention and there's really nothing like that uh because it's just this woman who shows up and she just shoots the pilot and she takes she takes over uh like i said it's not that big of a quibble but i did like i said i was a little disappointed in the fact that there was no like, oh, here are the breadcrumbs that we've dropped all along to, to to get you to this point to show you that Amanda was going to be the person who ends up taking over at the very end of this thing. Um, yeah. Another one thing, I, one thing I did not like about this show is like the least likable characters, the 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 most hated people on this plane are not the hijackers. The most hated person on this plane is the mother of the two kids. Yeah. I hate yeah. this. I hate this trope because look, I know, like I've been on a. Fl- plane flight with where there have been young children it's awful everyone knows it's awful you know who also knows it's awful the parents the parents know it's awful too they don't want to be doing this unless they absolutely have to i've never had to i've never had to fly with my children they are both 16 and 11 now so it wouldn't be that bad it wouldn't be bad now but you know if this has been 10 years ago when my son was six and if they're they're bad now that's embarrassment for you yeah i know so like i said it wouldn't be bad now but if this were 10 years ago when my son was six and my daughter was a year old you know be normal it would be like i said it would just be uh, it would be this point of stress for both being my wife knowing we were having to get these children onto a plane and this is going to be this long flight period I, I didn't think she was that bad though she was trying though i thought she was i thought she was just awful to the people around her <laughs> i just i mean she i'm like, like when they're calling for the for the doctor and she's like telling her the husband is just completely 
like him. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, 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 they took the devices from those kids. She'll never forgive oh, this, yeah, Jack. So, I'm with her. Like I said, I, I just, she was, I thought she was just, she was designed to be awful. Like, if her, I was a hijacker and I saw little kids, okay, they could keep their devices. Everyone right. else, get me up to. I, I would have done the same thing if I were in their shoes, but I guess they decided not to do that. But and the fact that, you know, the one person they kill is because she is going to try to save that woman's child. I, I, like I said, those were things I just, yeah, I, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of, but nevertheless. All right, let's talk about a couple things real quick. Uh, the potential for a season two. They have not released anything. Look, it's, it's kind of a self-contained story. And it's, if you're going to do this, you, you got to come up with something else. Or do you think they will do a, a second season? Absolutely. Give us more. I want Sam Nelson in another situation. Or you could have this organization go back after him. Yeah, you could do that. You uh, don't have to get back. Now, don't get on a cruise ship. We don't want speed to cruise control. <laughs> but there's other situations. I mean, you could get him stuck in a building like Die Hard. There's a hundred different things you could do. I I want more Sam Nelson. I, I think we all do. I, I, I like the idea of getting Sam Nelson back. I like that idea. I do worry about them trying to figure out some way to finagle yeah. a similar story. Uh, the issue, the one issue that they kind of, the one area where I think they probably, if they could have gone back and changed things instead of making him a negotiator, and I'm doing air quotes for those of you at home <laughs> while you're listening, uh, making this nebulous negotiator that you don't really know what he does or who he, who he works for or anything like this. But you know he has skills, man. Well, you know he, he has skills, but, but by... By making him not a part of like law enforcement or something like that, you're going to ha- it's going to be like oh this guy just happens to get caught up into another really dangerous situation that he's going to. Have to that's count. why you got to have them go after him. That's what that's where I think that's where this thing has to go. If you're going to do a season yeah. two, whoever this crime, yeah, because you don't want to do Die Hard two where. Uh, John McClane just happens to be yes. at the airport. That's <laughs> he just happens to be there exactly. Uh, yeah. that's, that's I'll the, be honest. Die Hard had five movies. Only the fifth one is unwatchable. <laughs> True. You, you have a good point there. I haven't seen Die Hard 5. So. Um, but like I said, that's the that's kind of the thing that they've kind of written themselves into a little bit of a corner here. Yeah. Is, you know, if we try to do this, if we don't do, if you don't, if they don't do it the way that you mentioned where the organization has to go after him or they're going after him, if you're not doing it from that angle, uh, you've got to, you've got to, come up with something where he is just happens to be a guy in a dangerous situation who's kind of talking his way through it like i said i do worry about that angle from it so would you would you rather if they're doing a sequel you want him involved not just another hijack i think if they bring in somebody else i mean if they just kind of wanted to do this as like a an anthology series that that could be interesting i mean if we do a, a, a different actor a different person but i I like Idris Elba. I like Idris Elba in this character, yeah. so I would I would yeah. prefer to see him and him come back. Me too. Give give me more Sam Nelson. Yeah. So, like I said, I I don't know if they're going down that road or not, but uh, we'll we'll. Have they to claim they're not. This is again getting more views than Ted Lasso. Right. Apple has money, you know. Yeah. We'll see more. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I feel like Who we'll see more. Where? I don't know. And that's only another thing is they can't negotiate or anything right now with the strike going on. So uh, that we won't have any announcement until all this is over. And it could be months from now before that ever actually comes to fruition. So, uh, like a good show. I enjoyed it. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we do our awards? I think we're good. I think we're good. Like I said, um, 
Uh, just a really, really fun show, and so many of these dramas take themselves so seriously. Yeah. This one didn't, and it was just a fun watch. So right. bravo to them for that. All right, so let's go ahead and do some awards. All right, up here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we cover a season of a television show, we like to do six week season awards, and those season awards are based on the six characters of Friends. Up first is the Rachel, the star of the show. Who is your star? I mean, we both know who they're going with. Yeah, it's Idris Elba, Sam Nelson. Yeah, it's Idris Elba. He's, he's, he is, they built this show around him, and yeah. he delivered. I thought he did a great job as... Yeah. Uh, as Sam Nelson, so uh, Joey, a character who isn't the star, but just a, a character you liked a lot. Who's your Joey? I'm going. We haven't talked about this guy enough. Max Beasley is Daniel, the the cop, the the boyfriend of, right. of Sam's family. I thought he was really good, and I thought as the show got mo- moved on, his character got yeah. better and better. Yeah, I got him somewhere else. I don't have him here. I went with, this is where I went with E. Miles as Allison Claire. I was hoping we'd get more of her uh, when we first saw her in episode two. I thought, I was like, I like this character. I, I hope we get a lot of her, and we get some of her. Um, she kind of finally yeah. starts to make more of an appearance and more of a impression on the show as we get towards the end of it, but I, I really enjoyed the character. I thought it was really good. Up uh, next is the Chandler. Who's your Chandler? There's not one person that's funny in this. I put no one. I put Jim Field Smith. He is the creator of this. And for some of the just the bonkers things that made me laugh, like I wasn't supposed to be laughing at, like uh, the Daniel Detective Daniel following so closely behind a. Uh, uh, people who said we will kill people if you follow us uh, for all of those just weird yeah. crazy things uh, that he is like for the detective for the police showing up at Kai's house and like oh yeah, no big deal yeah we see that you obviously don't live here and you're obviously suspicious but we'll just go ahead and walk right on by yeah. uh, so, but yes you're correct There, no one makes you laugh throughout the course of this thing no so, so I came up with him as my as my Chandler uh, your Phoebe your oddball of the bunch who's your Phoebe I'm going the rest of the passengers because okay. you had no idea who was yeah. a good guy who was a bad guy who was a ju- just being a jerk right you know you didn't know who they were just suspicious i mean it was you know you had to keep your eye on them you did uh this is where i went with holly aired as amanda because she just does kind of come out of nowhere and kills yeah. the pilot uh like i said that's, that was wild that was wild there's no question about that so uh the monica the character who's just kind of an important character uh who are you going with for your monica I went with Kai and Marsha, Sam's family. I almost went that way, but this is where I put Max Beasley as Detective Daniel. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they would have been good choices for this as well. Uh, last is the Ross, your least favorite character of the show. Who is your Ross? I'm going the kidnappers and the terrorist organization. I, I, like I said, I didn't... I, I didn't actually go that route. I went, to, I went with two other people. I went with uh, Rachinda Sandal because as the mom uh kate miller just because i thought she was so grating uh she yeah. i just i like i said i didn't like that trope but also went with ben miles the the pilot i mean he's yeah Sam. you're right he may be the uh the most the, the worst the, I mean, the punching out the that was another shot and beating his his co-pilot with a thermos i, I mean like okay uh she must that stewardess must mean a lot to you so uh and i called the redhead uh, Colin, his name was Hugo. Okay, that guy, 
punchable face. Yes, he does. He has definitely a punchable face. There's no question about that. So, All right, so those are our awards. Uh, up next, we have a rating system here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We have a uh, five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a succession. Uh, next to a succession is Lost. Middle of the Road Force is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. And Bottom of the Barrel Force is a Baywatch. What are you rating Hijack? When I was watching this, this may have been a succession. I had so much fun, but I think in reality it's probably a loss. Yeah. But uh, I'm torn on this because it really was one of the most fun watches I've had of a show. But uh, it's it's probably a loss. Yeah, it, it's a loss. I, I think it's definitely a loss. I think it's it's a lot of fun, and I thought it, I I thought it was eventually. I thought it might end up being a succession, and like I said, is, the more as we got into it, and more just the 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 fact that they do want you to. It became apparent they just want you to turn your brain off and have a good time yeah, while you're watching yeah. the show, and that's that's fine. But that's there's also a, for me when you ask me to do that, there's a limit to how to how right. good of a show you can actually be. Uh, and like I said, yeah. there's everything doesn't have to be a succession everything doesn't have to be one of the best shows we've ever seen it just has to be a really fun show a really solid show and that's what that's what hijack was uh so um, i would rather more people watch this and i'm talking about creators mm -hmm. and how they made it fun and enjoyable and didn't waste time and have a lot of just you know talking for no reason right uh, real quick before we before we sign off on the show, both you and I kind of binge this thing. You binge the first six episodes. Yeah. I binge the last five episodes. Real quick, what are your thoughts on binging nowadays? Because it, it gets discussed a lot. I'm just going to ask you what your thoughts on it are. This is the most bingeable show of all time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's it's a really good bingeable show. Here's the thing. I will say this. Whenever I wait. Like, if there's a show like this that I have to wait for, whenever I decide, okay, I'm just going to binge that later, I'm never disappointed by that. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I get why Netflix went to that model is because you get all the episodes all at once and you are, you know, it's it's nice to have that. You can just watch as many as you want. You can get it done in right. two or three days if you want to. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm glad that we've gotten away from that from a from a podcasting standpoint because now we can talk right. about shows that are that yeah, are hitting. This would have been a fun show to cover week to week. Yeah, and I, we were covering other stuff. So that's the reason we never yeah. we never went back to it. But uh, you know, shows that are week to week that are getting people talking about like Succession, like heck, even Jack Reacher expanding that Last into of us. to three yeah. weeks. Last of Us, you know, it, you know, it provides content for us. So I'm glad that we have the week to week stuff that isn't does kind of like replace the binge mode. But I will say this: people, you know, kind of diss the the binge thing. Look, The Bear, I watched that in three days. And that was that was a fun three days. Don't get me. It was. That's the thing, man. That was a fun three days, but that's a show that could have stayed in the conversation a lot longer. Yeah, and I, like we talked that, about that's that. the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. But I have to say, this show is one of the most fun binges. Yeah, it this really is was. when you're making a uh, like a uh, like a push towards binge. This is a show that you're talking about because, like, every episode drop with a cliffhanger, right. you're like, God, I want to see what happens next. Yeah, I don't know that Apple's ever done a binge show. Uh, I'm trying to think if they have, and I can't think of a single yeah, one that they've ever they done. Either. So yeah. they, uh, maybe it should be they don't want to do that. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. that's just part of their their business model. They just say we're not going to do that. So. All right. Uh, before we sign off, we do want to give some recommendations to our listeners. Do you have any recommendations for things that you would like? I got, I got several. All right, go I ahead. I got several. I've seen Barbie. Oh, have you? 
Is it good? And I'm angry that people are angry. It's freaking rocks. <laughs> You're idiots. Yeah, I it's seen it yet. so it's so fantastic. It's so funny. You will enjoy yourself. This will be a fun one if when you do watch it. I think maybe we'll do a Patreon or something. Yeah, about it. I think that might be a good, a good one to yeah. To cover I really, the road. I, it is hilarious. Margot Robbie is a absolute superstar. You know, people talk about we don't have movie stars anymore. Yeah, we do. We have Margot Robbie. We've got a few. There's there's a few that are still out there, and there's a few that are that are still emerging, yeah. like Margot Robbie. She's still she's still emerging, yeah. and we got a few more that that can, but they're not as they're not yeah. in they're not, full they're supplies. Not like they used to be. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, and it, it's so so funny. Yes, there's jokes about the patriarchy. Yes, they are hilarious, but there's jokes about everything. You right. enjoy yourself. I I, I went with you know, a group of women that had already seen it and they had so much fun and it made my time even better. I sat by a kid and I cringe the first time she said, Hey Barbie. Hey Barbie. (laughs) And then I laughed every other time she did it because she did it all through the movie. And it made me so happy that that girl was having such a good time. Okay. Like, it was it's it's a great movie to see in theater, and I think it's going to be there a while because it might be. I'm telling you, people are still dressing up and going to the movies, and the theater was packed. The theater as a whole was packed, like you know, seeing other stuff. Right. It's just it's fantastic. Uh, a couple other things I saw: they cloned Tyrone, the Netflix movie with uh, that. Uh, Jamie Fox. Uh, what's the guy from Star Wars? Uh, John Boyega. Oh, okay, yeah. And the lady plays uh, Rambo from uh, Miss Marvel. She's in it too. Okay, yeah, I can. Tiana Harris is that her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So there, it is a black exploitation movie from like like the seventies, right? But it's got sci-fi humor. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna warn you. If you are offended by a profanity, this is not <laughs> the movie for you. If you're not, it's 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 too long. It's two hours. Uh, that's my only complaint. But it is very interesting because John Boyega is a is a is a drug dealer. She's a prostitute, and Jamie Fox is his pill is her pill, <laughs> and they have to figure out this cloning situation. Oh, wow. It's it's funny. It's wild. It's creative. It's innovative stuff that we've been wanting to see. So okay. they clone Tyrone, man. It's on. It's on Netflix. It's worth watching. Um, I watched the Beanie Bubble, the Beanie Babies movie on yeah, I watch that. I, uh, Apple uh, with Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not it's not the greatest movie, right. but it's it's enjoyable. Uh, it's worth watching. And then uh, the Fablemans is on Paramount yes. Plus. The Steven Spielberg really enjoyed it. It's really Too long good. As well, yeah. should have been a series, but uh, enjoyable. <laughs> well, Steven Spielberg telling his life story, so he's not going to make that into a television series. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, still good though. Yeah, good. it is good. I enjoyed it a lot. I watched it uh, probably back three or four months ago, if I had to remember correctly. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's really good. So I'll, I'll definitely double down on your recommendation. Yeah, it's, all, there. it's all Paramount plus. Uh, so let me, uh, the last time we did this, uh, gave a recommendation of twisted metal. I said that it's on Peacock. I only oh, got yeah, to watch one watch episode. That. Uh, I want to double down on it. I've gotten through, I think four episodes. I still haven't finished it, but I've gotten through, I think four episodes and it is Guys, it's great. It's absolutely a fun show. Look, it, it's definitely a turn your brain off type of show, it, but it is, it, Anthony Mackie is just having a blast. I mean, he is having so much fun. I have never seen him have so much fun making something 
uh, he didn't have this much fun when he was doing Falcon. Uh, don't. Uh, th it's not very even close to that. Thomas Hayden Church as the villain in this thing is just wonderful. Uh, we haven't seen enough Thomas Hayden Church recently, but yeah. he he is great as as the villain in this thing. Uh, Will Arnett is the voice of Sweet Tooth, who is the the killer clown, the murderous clown in this thing. And Will Arnett is fantastic in everything that he does. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, so like I said, I'm doubling down on Twisted Metal. I only got to see one episode when I first uh, when I first recommended this i've seen more and i can't wait to finish it uh it's not anything like the game i only played a couple of the games but it's it's just absolutely fantastic so uh, definitely go check out twisted metal on peacock i hope to finish it the next week or two uh one of my favorite shows and i didn't even realize it was one of my favorite shows until i started watching it last year the fourth season of harley quinn on max is uh started to air a couple weeks ago and i watched the first three episodes uh, this week, and I love that show so much. It is just so great. Kelly Cuoco as the uh, voice of Harley Quinn. Lake Bell as the voice of Poison Ivy. Uh, you've got uh, the guy who does... Oh, what is his name? He's... I can't remember his name. Uh, he's in... Alien, uh, Resident Alien. Uh, I can't remember the name of. Oh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, thank you, Alan Tudyk. Uh, he voices like two or three different characters in this, and he's fantastic. I don't know who voices Bane, but it is just absolutely perfect. Uh, I, I highly recommend. I've recommended it ever since I saw uh, season three of Harley Quinn. Go check it out. It is like I said. It, it is the person who plays bane's doing it kind of funny he's doing it as a mock of tom hardy's version of bane uh is what he's doing okay. yes yeah he's, he's basically mocking uh the way tom hardy did the voice in in uh the dark knight rises but like it's just absolutely hysterical look it is violent it is incredibly violent i mean like people die matt oberg who is a funny comedian you've seen him in a lot of stuff he is bane yeah and he's he's an improv guy i'm not surprised yeah but he's he's absolutely fantastic as, as bane uh uh, it's incredibly violent. Uh, it is. They've introduced uh, Talia, uh, Talia uh, uh, Al Ghul in this one. In this yeah, season, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see what they do with her. Uh, but like I said it, it's absolutely hy hysterical. I love it. It's just one of the, my favorite things ever. So, uh, my last recommendation I'm going to give to you guys is to go check out if you didn't if you didn't see Spider Verse uh, across the Spider Verse when it was out in theaters, go see it now. It is on video on demand. You can buy it for like twenty bucks on Amazon or wherever you get your video on demand. It's a great film. It is just yeah. absolutely phenomenal. So. If you've been waiting to see it when it came out on video demand, now is the time. It, you can now check it out there. And like I said, I can't recommend that one enough. And you can go back and yeah. after you listen to it, go back and listen to our podcast on it. So Yes, absolutely. Uh, I guess that kind of wraps us up for this episode. Anything yeah. else you want to add? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.